Hey everybody, welcome back to another version of Block and Gather. I am going to the left coast today to be with Raleigh Duncan. He's the CEO of Clearlight Infrared Saunas. Although, Raleigh, you uh, welcome Raleigh, first of all. How are you? Hi, Alan. I'm great. How about Good. you? Good. You and I did a little uh, pre-talk and we talked about how the titles are so irrelevant today. Like, I'm still the president of the of the Spa Industry Association, but how come I wear 16 hats? That's that. Well, that's what that means, you know. Watch, watch what title you pick up, right? <laughs> yeah. It's the old story of beware of what you wish for, right? Because you might end yeah, up with the, it at the uh, at the end of the day. So, um, over the years, you and I have seen each other at at Greenspot Network and other places. Um, um, across the globe, and I told you I just finished uh, GSN. It was in Charleston, uh, South Carolina, and I'm I'm bitching to you about the three-hour time change. And you told me you just came back from Indonesia. How many hours was it? So it's about 20, 20 22 hours on planes and uh, in airports. That yeah, it's it's a long it's a long one. Yeah. Uh, how do you get How do you get back to uh, San Francisco from Indonesia? What's that route? So through Tokyo, got it. Uh, okay. So uh, well, yeah, Jakarta to Tokyo, then uh, so Narita Airport, and then back to San Francisco. So it's a, yeah. a bunch of long flights. Yeah, I know. Well, we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna talk sauna, but I have to tell you, Narita has always been my favorite pass through, mostly because they always serve the most amazing sushi in the airline clubs there. So yeah. Yeah, right. That's true. That's Narita true. Is never yeah. a bad thing on the way home. No, that, you know? that's a good place. I love it. Um, you know, I love everything about sauna. I say sauna because that's what I've always been told is the Scandinavian. Yeah. Uh, not not sauna, which is how we no, say sauna. It, it sauna. It is a sauna. Sauna. It is a sauna. Yeah. Well, listen, and growing yeah. up in Minneapolis, even though I'm in an Arizona, oh, we yeah. lived in Scandinavianville. So uh, we, we used did. to hear all, all the right pronunciations on uh, on everything. So I was just down to Perspire. Uh, for my listeners who don't know, that is a new chain of franchises that deal with sauna and much more. But I love that they're using the clear light infrared uh, saunas. It was like old home week for me going into the sauna. That's to, great. Uh, to have a treatment. Uh, Raleigh, since you and I first met probably 20 years ago, a lot's changed in the sauna world. Can you just address it for a minute and talk about what's grown up in sauna? Well, I think that the biggest thing I've seen over the last 25 years since I started the company was people really are adopting infrared, you know, as uh, as the way to sauna. So infrared sauna is different than the regular box of hot rock sauna. They're both great, but they do different things. So infrared is more easily accessible because you can easily put it in your apartment within an hour, have it set up. So that's what I've seen. And as people have understood how this is going to enhance their health, increase their longevity, make them feel more relaxed, de-stress, it's just people are getting it. And that's been really, um, really great to see and be part of, yeah. Uh, and I know it goes in with all these things, but I've always used sauna for inflammation issues. And yes. you know, yes, as we age, the ability to control inflammation, it's primary in Alan's world. I think it is in a lot of other people's 
um, worlds as well and infrared. To tell our listeners, we talk about box of rocks. People are all familiar right. with the heater in the corner with the rocks and the pail of water yep. versus infrared. Can you give us a down and dirty on the difference, please? Sure, sure. So everybody's familiar with the box of rocks, uh, traditional, I'll call it traditional or finished sauna. You go in, it's 200 degrees or hotter, and it's the air. The box of rocks heats up the air, and that's the medium that's heating your body. In infrared, you'll notice when you go into the infrared sauna, there's heaters in the walls, and hopefully there's heaters on every wall. <laughs> so you're surrounded by the infrared. And infrared is a wavelength that comes into the body, and it really doesn't give its energy up until it hits the soft tissue, comes into the body, and heats you directly. So the air that you're breathing is more comfortable, but you still heat the body up, and it does a lot of a lot of other interventions to heal you so that's I, the basic yeah uh people have always i i hate the expression people have always said hey it's like a microwave it heats you from the inside out but it kind of gives you the appropriate picture anyways of, of what it, it, it does yeah no one wants I, to get in a microwave but everyone wants to get in an infrared sauna so yeah, yeah that's it. and i love the it's very difficult to stay in a traditional sauna because your skin is immediately hot at 200 degrees the minute that you you get inside. So you never really have a chance for the internals of your body to warm up, correct? Well, you're, you will get warm and you're, you'll start to perspire. The, the difference is that if, if you think about it, if you have a layer of water perspiration on the outside of your skin, now you've got a layer of water in between you and the heat. And, it, and really, the biggest complaint most people have is just it's hard to breathe, you know, but but it works. And, and, and if, you know, I travel a lot and a lot of times in the hotels, that's the only kind of sauna. And I try to get in a sauna as often as I can every day if I can. Right. And I'll get in those and use it's just a different animal. Is there a time frame for what works for people to go in an infrared sauna? You mean as far as time of the day or how long? How long? So... Most people will figure out they're either morning people or, you know, either afternoon, evening people. And um, and it goes like because some people will get in, they'll get very energized by the infrared sauna. That's great in the morning. Maybe not so great if that's how the infrared hits you at, when you're trying to go to sleep. So you would want to do that a couple hours before you want to go to sleep. But people will find their rhythm, find the time that they can fit it into their schedule and and uh, and do it. But you only have to get 20 minutes of infrared sauna time and that seems to be sufficient many people do more but that's that seems to be about the minimum for uh, therapeutic I think, I think when i went to perspire it's a 40 minute session i'm not remembering uh, yeah it, i think that they will do that but people are coming we just were down in newport beach they had their yearly convention that was just this last uh yeah i just got back from that well Great I'll, I'll tell you the best part she showed me where the switch was to turn on the red light therapy. So let's talk yeah. about how infra oh, what's the best website, Raleigh? Where do people find out information about clear light infrared saunas? So the the best one is uh we're just infraredsauna.com. Got it. If so you, for our you. listeners, it's infra I N F R A, the word red, the word sauna dot com. Infraredsauna.com. 
Okay. Very yeah. Good. Or if, yeah, that's the best way. And by the way, I, I'm going to warn you in advance. It's a bad habit going to their website because it's more than saunas. It's salt. We're going to talk about that in a minute. It's, it's red light. It's a, a beautiful place. And you, Raleigh, everything you guys are doing fits so well with the low touch post COVID environment uh, around the country. So um, we'll yeah, come back to. It. Yeah. We'll come back yeah, to it's low been, touch it's, in a minute. Yeah, it's been an amazing uh, few years through all this and being able to help but people with the saunas. Yeah, Let's talk about why you are adding red light to an infrared sauna. Go. Yeah, so red light therapy has is, is really come on strong, in the I would say, in the last five years. And there's a lot of studies. The biggest studies that have come out have talked about photobiomodulation. And what is that? It's a big word and what it means is basically the red light therapy comes into the cells of the body and actually puts energy into the mitochondria creates atp so cells usually live x amount of time but if you can get that cell energize that cell and have it live longer then that means you're affecting your your neural cells you're affecting every part of your body and helping it to to live longer so that's called longevity that's called healing it's very basic that's that's that. the biggest thing of red light on top of helping the skin helping the muscles helping you relax all that so it's uh, very intensive what i love about red light too is it's not guesswork and it isn't voodoo there is so many papers that have been written on how well red light correct helps the body yes yeah, so just thousands thousands and thousands and it's analogous to i don't know if people have gone to physical therapists chiropractors and they were you know they use what they call lasers well it's the same wavelengths only the lasers are more intensive into one little spot but the red light is more diffuse and so it's going into the larger areas but the red lights that we have come up with are, are just so intense you're just getting a lot of healing. So when I get into your sauna and I have a sauna session with red light, I'm really getting a double down. They're not fighting with each other. It's a two X, right? That's true. And that's been part of our, really the core of our thinking is once I have you in my sauna, what else can I do for you to help you to heal? Cause we only have so much time. So let's say you have 40 minutes to devote to healing. So you're in there. What else can I do? that's our that's our whole theory that's our whole raison d'etre good by the way i love that you say longevity as well because i hate the words anti-aging i'm not against aging <laughs> we're right no. we're all aging i want to live gracefully and longer ergo longevity no aging is not a pejorative it, it, it's just a, it's just a fact of life you know we're all in the grip of entropy and uh, nobody gets out of here alive but i just want to be healthy i want to feel good i want to have an active life for as long as i'm on this little spinning globe you know all right well i saw a vampire movie they can live a long time but a oh uh, yeah that's a vampire yeah. society <laughs> approaches right Okay, Raleigh, yeah. um, let's talk. So people, red light, it's really, if you do any bit of reading about red light, you'll recognize it is an amazing therapy. It can be self-standing. In this case, you can put it as an addition right into your clear light infrared saunas. And remember, find Raleigh and his team at www.infra, I-N-F-R-A, infra, infra redsauna.com it's an amazing 
uh, thing that his group has done over the years to uh, enhance this European modality. Um, I want to talk about SALT. SALT is close to my heart, Raleigh. Yes. I've been a uh, founding member of the SALT Therapy Association. Um, I travel with a SALT unit so I can inhale uh, SALT along the way. All the Again, just like uh, red light, you don't need the thousands of papers out there to talk about how SALT is a great modality for healing it. So there's dry SALT, there's wet SALT. Let's talk about yes. the difference. Let's talk about what clear light is doing with salt. Sure. So halo therapy has been dear to my heart as well. Uh, I've known about it for decades and always wanted to put it in our, our sauna. So at one point, a few years ago, we set out to devise what we feel is the best approach to salt, which is a wet approach. If you go in, you know, this all came out of salt caves in Europe people going into salt caves and finding finding healing, finding that their skin conditions, their lung conditions were improved. And that's where it arose. And if you go in a salt cave, it's kind of moist, you know? So we we did work with uh, a university in Estonia and and looking at the difference. And, and so when you do any type of salt therapy, you have to have the particles, whether they're wet or dry, it has to be the correct size, so many microns within a distribution so that when you breathe in, the salt will go down into the tiny parts of the lungs, the tiny alveoli. So it, it's not too big that it gets trapped and it's not too small that it disperses. So that's really the key uh, to the salt therapy. So we've, uh, we have patents on what we're doing. It's a, we've won many designs on our salt machine and it's designed to hang on the wall in our sauna. And you don't again. You don't need it in the sauna. You could have it freestanding oh, on on the totally. table right in front of you. Correct. Oh yeah, bed bedside. I use mine just about every day. I do breathing exercises, and it just and so you know it might be helpful just for people to understand what what does salt do and how does it work and, and quite salt is hydrophilic, meaning that it draws water in. So most respiratory problems are mucus in the lungs. They, they have a, a, a byproduct of too much mucus in the lungs. So when the salt goes into the lungs, then it draws water to that mucus and then you can expel it. And then the salt is it's antibacterial and antiviral. I remember my dad would have his gargle with salt water if we had a sore throat. Do you remember that? Oh my God, I've been using a nasal neti pot for 30 years. Yeah. Because yeah. I down here I have allergies. I didn't grow up in Arizona, so you tend to get some itching oh, yeah. and stuff. But keeping the passages clear uh, is always primary in my world as well. Um, your mini salt machine is super cool. Can you explain a little bit how you add water? Why is there a cartridge, et cetera? So we have a, a pharmaceutical grade saline cartridge that goes in for each time you use the sauna. And that just allows the, to have a very pure salt. I don't really believe in the Himalayan salt uh, approach. So we use a pharmaceutical grade. And it just makes it easy for the user to just simply put that into the unit, turn it on, and then then sit back and, and breathe. It's very So simple. the only maintenance is buying cartridges once in a while, correct? Yes. Yeah. And then I'll usually get two sessions out of a, a cartridge. So it's not too bad. Yeah. Got and it. you're going to have to buy salt either one way or the other. 
Yes. Well, in Raleigh, as my uh, most people in the industry know, I've been on uh, 21 or 22 trade event trips this year. Wow. I credit salt therapy as one of the main binders that has kept me healthy while I am traversing uh, the globe. Because I'm, the, I'm with you. Yeah. The, the For me, going to a hotel room, by the way, I mean, my friends always laugh when I tell them this. You know what the very first thing I do when I get to a hotel room is? I hang what? the do not disturb sign <laughs> on, the, on the door. I don't, when I'm somewhere for two or three or four days, I don't need service in my room. No, I no. don't. Don't turn my bed down. Yeah. No, <laughs> don't touch anything in my room. It's my room. Exactly. The second thing I do is pull out my salt unit and do a couple yep. minutes of inhalation um, of salt. In fact, if I pull it out in the airport, Raleigh, and I use it, I guarantee you within a minute, I've got three or four people going, hey, what are you doing? Right. What is that? Yeah, what is that? It always turns into an open conversation about uh, salt therapy when I um, travel. So I'm a huge uh, proponent of it. Friends, again, we've been with uh, Raleigh Duncan today. He is the CEO and um, chief hat wearer at uh, Clearlight Infrared Saunas. You can find them at www.infra, that's infrared sauna, singular, uh, com. Raleigh, we could go on for an hour about this because these are some of my favorites. But the last thing. I love everything about what Clearlight is doing because you so well fill the gap in the low-touch arena. If I owned a spa or salon, and inevitably today there are extra rooms that aren't getting used, I can pop your sauna in there. It can be up in an, in an hour. You can be generating revenue almost from the very first time that you turn it on, correct? That is correct. And and as we know, in the spa industry, my uh, business partner, Andy, who you know, uh, had his own spa. And it's when you have that couple's massage and then the uh, spa therapist. And I'm a massage therapist also. So uh, that's my past training on top of chiropractic. When they call in, they don't show up. You're, you've got big big problems. So if you can do anything non-touch in your, in your spa to create revenue, um, it's all to the good. And I'm one of those guys who, you know, when I get off the table, I don't necessarily want to get fully dressed and go outside. I'd rather pop into a sauna for 20 minutes or and continue to let, if you'll excuse me, the good buzz of my treatment continue yeah, uh, rather or, than pop, pop right out into the world again. Or, or conversely, when I got my first infrared sauna, I was in chiropractic school and I was a massage therapist. That was part of my, uh, you know, how I got through school. And I would put people in the infrared sauna before the massage. So they would hit the, they would hit the table and they were ready. More, normally yeah. you put someone on a table, it takes 20 minutes and then you hear them go, ah, now they're into the massage, but it takes 20 minutes. So the infrared sauna loosens up all the muscles first. Yeah. Well, it takes 20 minutes for us self-diagnosed ADD people anyways, but that, Molly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing your knowledge. Uh, my listeners, again, it's clear light infrared sauna. So find them at infrared sauna. Dot com. Raleigh will continue another day. That was the fastest 20 minutes ever. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Take care. And friends, remember, please be kind to one another.